Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. It's a good, good uh, Wednesday afternoon. This is Kip Harridge with your daily VRA Investing System podcast. We'll tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward according to our VRA Investing System. And some important things to cover today. Uh, this morning, we learned uh, that uh, both KB Homes and Lennar uh, had mixed uh, earnings reports. Uh, you know, slight misses on revenue. Stocks opened lower, but boom, like, like uh, within five minutes, reversed higher because of what the CEO said, which is low interest rates are obviously a big plus for the housing market and that they're seeing uh, important data that tells them that it's going to be a very good, very solid spring season for home sales. And most interestingly, what I what I saw and heard that got my attention was that the um, the activity on the coast, more specifically in California and uh, parts of the East Coast, are actually recovering, and they're optimistic about how those markets will do. And if you remember, this is what caused those markets to sell in the first place. It's what has given a lot of people pause about the economic growth in the U.S. and housing starts. And the housing market do make a very up a very important part of the VRA investing system. So I'll leave you with this. First of all, the housing index and both of the housing ETFs, all three are above the 200-day moving average. Uh, uh, we are long this group. We became very aggressively long this group in December as it got shellacked. Uh, we believe, uh, along with the rest of the economy, that housing is going to lead the way. We, we think this is a, a very, very bullish indicator of a, of a turn in the market that's, uh, that, that's about to happen and take us sharply higher. We've been bulls for a long time. We're seeing data now that reflects what we're hearing, which is both the domestic and global economy are doing just fine and that things will only get better from here. The markets did take a, a, a move lower today. Uh, from being slightly higher to down as much as 230 points in the Dow Jones, as Stephen Moore came out, uh, of course, fe- uh, the Trump economic advisor and uh, possibly even a, a Federal Reserve member, uh, came out and said that he believes the Fed should drop rates by half a percent. Talking about the Fed funds rate, the markets didn't like that because that's, that that indicated that that Trump and uh, and Stephen Moore may be concerned about the economy. But what he was really saying, if you listen to him, was that rates should never have been uh, jacked up as much as they were anyway, as the Fed raised rates nine straight times. We're talking about uh, the Fed chair, uh, Jay Powell, and of course they've had a running battle between uh, uh, Powell and, uh, and Trump. And uh, listen, Steve Moore's right. The Fed should never have hiked rates this much because why would you in the first place? We didn't have runaway inflation. We didn't have out-of-control wage growth. There was no reason to jack rates up. But again, that looks to be in reverse now. That's what we're seeing in the bond market. That's why rates are ratcheting down so quickly. The Fed controls the short end, and they are making sure that rates fall. Not at all concerned here about the inverted yield curve. If you've been joining us, uh, that, 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 that's a signal that is a, among the worst market timers of all times. On that signal, uh, it actually uh, signals uh, a, an average of a 20% uh, move higher in the S&P 500. So, again, you have to be very careful about who you listen to, the permanent bears and the, uh, the, the, the portfolio managers you might see on CNBC or Bloomberg that rarely beat the market 
And all of a sudden now, they've got talking points to, to scare you and to make you afraid. It's a psyop, folks. It's a psychological operation to get you out of the markets so the elite smart money can make money off of your misery. Don't listen to it. Look, if what I'm saying here today makes sense to you, let us make a lot of money for you. Come and join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Uh, we have a two-for-week offer. That's going to end this week. Um, let, let's, let's, let's carry on. But again, low rates are good. Low interest rates are good. There's nothing bad about this whatsoever. Uh, it's crazy talk to think anything else could be the case. And also remember this. And again, you're not hearing this anywhere else pretty much. You've got zero to negative interest rates in Japan, in Switzerland, zero to negative. That's competing with our yields. Okay, the 10 year here again is, is still yielding two point, almost 2.4%, just under that. So if you're foreign, and, and throughout Europe, rates are, are 1%. Okay, so if you're a, uh, uh, let's say, a, a hedge fund or a sovereign wealth fund or, you know, uh, a major investment fund, what would you rather have? The stability of US rates at 2.3% or the upside-down balance sheets of uh, many of these foreign powers, like Japan, a 270% debt to GDP, what would you rather have? A low-yielding nothing or a high-yielding stable uh, 10-year note? So, again, th this demand is, is, is really uh, causing, along with the, the Fed's wishes, is causing rates to, to be lower. This is all a very, very good thing. This is what the financial media should be telling you. There's a reason they're not. Anyway, the Dow dropped 230 points, came, uh, came back, closed down just 32 points. Again, we had minor losses across the board. Uh, Dow closed at 25,625, down 32. S&P 500 down a little bit more, about a half a percent, down 13 points at 2805. The important thing there being we are back above that uh, – we remained above that 2800 level on the S&P 500. And technical traders believe that's important. We, we think it really does not matter at all. But again, sometimes these can become self-fulfilling prophecies. So we'll, uh, we'll say it's good news today. And NASDAQ was down uh, 48 points. That was our biggest loser on the day. We don't really don't want to see that, certainly not to, to begin to become a pattern. Uh, we don't believe it will. NASDAQ uh, down 48 points at 7,643. Uh, our internals, Events decline, slightly negative. Up-down volume, slightly negative. But once again, 52-week highs to lows came in positive, 393 to 154. This has been just uh, garlic strong, just garlic strong internal reading, certainly from new 52-week highs to lows. Folks, this is where we'll see if there's going to be a significant market drop, we'll see a week or two. Of, uh, of weak internals. We saw that in October, just before the November uh, sell-off started. So we're not seeing it at all. Just a bit of a pause here. That's how we see it. Matter of fact, uh, this is uh, uh, with just a couple days to go here. We're on the track to have the best quarter for the S&P 500 since 2009. It's a decade ago. Right now, we're up about 12%. Uh, in the past, and here's some Pretty good analytics for you. In the past where this has happened, we've had uh, uh, when the S&P 500 has been up at least 10%. Uh, this goes back to the 1950s. The market's been higher 9 out of 10 times uh, for the remainder of the year. Uh, we'll take that uh, as another sign that we're on the, the right side of this coin. Uh, 10 out of 11 sectors were lower today, but again, just minuscule losses. Not, not even a single sector that had a loss of more than 1%. 
Uh, we got a lot of IPOs coming out. Again, we say <laughs> don't listen to the bears. This is not a negative. This is creating a lot of wealth, massive wealth creation as these companies that were previously private go public, free up liquidity, and then new companies that go public, again, producing really – we've got some very, very sexy IPOs coming out. Uh, these will create two things, fresh market gains and public awareness, getting the public back in the market. That's not yet happened. Matter of fact, the public has been big sellers. We saw that again through Bloomberg, a piece today. Just amazing. We've had $9 trillion in stock market gains globally all over the world since the beginning of January, $9 trillion in gains. Yet investors continue to sell. We've had uh, $200 billion in, in, in global equity fund outflows since the beginning of the year, even as global markets have tacked on $9 trillion in gains. Folks, again, this is not how bull markets end. Bull markets end when uh, the, the public is wildly euphoric and optimistic about the markets, when it's like tulip mania, right? when everybody's got to have it because it can only go one way and that's higher. This is not that environment. It's just not. Uh, investor sentiment is incredibly important in picking tops and bottoms, and we're nowhere near a top. That's been our view for a long time. It'll continue to be our view unless something changes. Uh, right now, 10 out of 12 URA investing system screens remain bullish. Oil closed today at 59.42, uh, down at 50 cents a barrel. Uh, gold closed at 1308, above that technically important level of $1,300 an ounce, but it was down $7 an ounce today. Silver down, down fractionally at 15.27. And folks, again, my name is Kip Parrish. Thank you again for your time today. We always appreciate you having me here. Appreciate your feedback. And join us again tomorrow afternoon after the close. Have a great night.